Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. It'll be a lively Tuesday, live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Oh, herd hierarchy, our playoff hierarchy in one hour. Nick Wright, Joel Klatt, everybody joining the party today. It's absolutely great to be here. J-Mac, 34-13. We both felt Michigan was the side. We love the Washington quarterback and the story. Became fairly clear early. And we probably saw it in week two, three, four, five, six. Certainly saw it at the end. Who was at the top of the college football map? Yeah, Michigan. Uh, as predicted here yesterday, something yeah. of a blowout, they looked like an SEC team yesterday. Power, game, defense, everything. Yep. So Michigan wins the natty due to its secret plan. No, not Connor Stallions. The secret plan of stockpiling NFL talent and then bulldozing everybody from, you know, first week of September on. It's the same plan, by the way, Georgia had used in the previous two years. LSU before them, Alabama before them, years ago, USC. It's a very, it's a very secretive plan. Yeah, the team with the most talent won. Again, in college football. Jim Harbaugh is an elite all-time coach. College, no question, pro I think eventually. His critics were silly, blowhards, not really connected, had agendas. And after watching the entire night last night, beginning to end, I thought to myself, it's time for Jim to go to the NFL. I didn't think that before the game. But near the end, his brother's there, family's there. When he had equal talent, he beat Saban. When he had equal talent, 
He beat Ryan Day three straight times. He didn't have that at Stanford. He didn't have that at San Diego. And he didn't have that initially at Michigan. They lost to Michigan State early a few times. But years and years and years of recruiting and structure, and they had equal talent. Better than, slightly less than, it was at least equal. And he beat everybody. It's time to face Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid and maybe once again your brother, the best of the best. I watched Pete Carroll get bored with college football. I watched Jimmy Johnson say, I need new challenges. The NCAA, and I love college football, but they're silly. The transfer portal, I'm for it, bit of a mess. Isn't it time for him to compete against the best and not worry about beating Rutgers, Maryland, or Purdue's head coach? He's above that, and that's no shot at them. He's an elite all-timer. And Jim Harbaugh thrives under structure. That's what he brought to Michigan. Structure. Relentless structure. Repetitive structure. And college football doesn't provide that. They don't provide it. The sport makes like $6 billion a year. They don't have a CEO. They don't have a president. They don't have a schedule maker. It's kind of make your own schedule. It's nonsense. And I love the sport. Michigan was not a top five program when he got there. They are the best program now. They are. That was not a top five team ever. I don't think they have the wide receiver talent of Georgia the last couple of years or certainly of LSU a few years ago. But they were so Harbaugh. They were so Big Ten. They were so resilient. They were just the perfect Jim Harbaugh team. They were those Stanford teams with better players. They were the 49er teams without quite that NFL talent. Tough, great tackling, relentless, physical, committed, details, almost no penalties. I watched that game last night and I thought, it's time, coach. You did it. You brought Michigan back. They deserved it. Clearly the best team with that covert plan of recruiting and developing elite talent and then bulldozing people. <laughs> yeah, some plan, the one everybody uses. But sometimes it's harder to win at Michigan. You've got a great rival in Ohio State. The weather's colder, sometimes harder to convince the Texas, California, Florida kid to come up north. But over time, he did. And there is no question, he is at the king, the mountaintop of college football today and has absolutely earned it. Now, go get a ring in the big boy league. Here's the coach after. I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. <laughs> Can a guy have that? Does it, does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's, what's the future? Um, you know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. You know, just one last thing. I just, I got two great loves. Uh, my love at work, you know, the people I work with, uh, coaches, the staff, players, and, have a, and, and the love I have for my family at home. Yeah. Tip of the cap. He does it his way, he's disruptive, he makes many uncomfortable, and when people can't beat somebody, they need an excuse, because mirrors still work, but nobody wants to look at them. Jim Harbaugh out-recruited you, out-smarted you, out-physicaled you, out-relentless you, 
outthought you, and he'll now leave or stay on his terms. That's the way it should be. All right, what about Michael Penix? Hmm. He didn't play very well last night. Well, Michael Penix, we've talked about this, his NFL comp is Tua. Let me ask you, how does Tua perform when he's pressured, hurried, doesn't have great protection? Tua looks like a guy. He looks really average. And that's what Michael Penix looked like. Michael Penix is not Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. He's not Steve Young. He's not Brett Favre. He's a statuesque, beautiful pocket passer. Goff, Tua, Matt Ryan, and all of them under duress erode quickly. They don't have a second gear. Michael used to when he ran, but he's got medical issues, a history that scares GMs. Now, last night didn't help Michael Penix, but NFL scouts have always been concerned about the previous medical stuff, and they never considered him to be in the same league as Caleb Williams. I talk to executives in the league often. I text them. I ask. Caleb Williams is going number one. Like a Trevor Lawrence or Andrew Luck, it's over. He's going number one. Michael Penix is going to be like almost all these kids drafted out of college. As successful as where he lands. If he goes to an Atlanta with a top six offensive line, tight end, running back, receiver I like, wonky division, gets an offensive coach. That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> Tua, Miami, offensive coach, good weapons. Tua's pretty interesting with that. But Tua wouldn't work in cold weather with a bad, bad receiving core, have to carry them and run for his life with a defensive coach. He's just not special enough. Michael Penix, for a college quarterback behind a good old line, great coach, great receivers, is a wonderful player. But Michigan had much better players. Recruiting is still the name of the game, and Washington is geographically isolated. I grew up there in the Pacific Northwest. Idaho, Oregon surround them. Michigan, bigger brand, more centralized, the middle of America, bigger conference, Big Ten's got better players. So the windows last night for Michael Penix were brief and tiny. For the record, last night doesn't help him. But Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were regularly losing games in college, bad and wildly inconsistent. Michael Penix is a franchise quarterback. Could be late first, second, third. I don't know. I think you got to consider taking all these guys early because the sport now is so based on coach and quarterback play. But fit matters. Let me ask you. Think J.J. McCarthy would have led Iowa State to the natty? Or do you think Harbaugh mattered and Michigan's O-line and run game mattered? I know we want to create messiahs. That's the Western religion. We look up in the sky. Eastern religion, we look inward. We could borrow some of that from time to time. These aren't, these aren't superstars. They're not gods. They're not messiahs. They're kids. Where you land matters. Your coach matters. Your protection matters. The division matters. The GM matters. Michael Penix is going to be a fine NFL player like Tua if he lands with the right coach. Tua didn't even leave the zip code of the neighborhood. Defensive coach struggled. Offensive coach, Pro Bowl. Sometimes it's just that simple. Michael Penix will be fine. Last night didn't drop him to the fourth round. Certainly didn't help. 
But what he is, is what Goff, Tua, Matt Ryan are. A beautiful thrower of the football. Where he lands, his coordinator, protection, and receivers will overwhelmingly dictate his professional success. Here's the young guy after. It sucks, you know, I mean, we played a good team. You know, they, they did some good things. You know, I feel like on the offensive side of the ball, we, we just missed a lot of opportunities. We're not going point fingers or nothing like that. You know, it's a lot of love in the locker room, you know, man. Just, you know, everybody just showing their appreciation for each and every person that, you know, laid their, uh, laid their body on the line, you know, all, not just during the season, but off season, you know, everything that we've been through. Great kid, great future. Great year for the team I grew up loving, the Washington Huskies. But last night, <laughs> Michigan was a different class, and you saw it six minutes into the football game. Huskies will be just fine going forward as they transition now to the Big Ten. I said last night in my podcast, I said the difference between that game is Washington had a style and Michigan had a style. Harbaugh made that look like a Big Ten game. That looked like a Michigan game. Washington was making, wanted it to look like that game against USC or those games against Oregon or Arizona and shootouts. Harbaugh said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to make it a Michigan Big Ten game. And that's what it was for three and a half hours. J-Mac, it wasn't an all-time classic, but I think the Harbaugh Mm. story is fascinating. There is all sorts of talk now. What's up for Jim? I think he's going to go hide, my guess is, for about four days, five days. Really? He's going to go you, hide on an island somewhere, and then you'll start hearing stuff. You don't think he instantly starts interviewing? I mean, no, I think he's going to go. I think Belichick's I, out there. Well, I think what happens with guys like Jim's got a beautiful family, beautiful wife, kids. I think you owe people in your life who support you. You, you owe them a good week on an island somewhere oh. to have a good time with the kids and wow. the stepkids and the grandkids. And, and I think my take with Harbaugh, he'll call his agent. He'll say, I'm going to be a little out of pocket for about five, six days. And then you'll start hearing the rumblings. By the way, coaches don't want to get in the way of the NFL playoffs. His brother is going to be playing in two weeks. He didn't want to steal the spotlight from yeah. his brother if the Ravens win. So my guess is he talked to his agent this morning or last night. He'll lay out what he's interested in. His agent will make calls for a couple of days, and there'll be a lot of things released in the press, but he'll give the people close in his life some time, put their arms around him, enjoy him. A lot of people sacrifice for these coaches, for Saban, for Ryan, for Harbaugh. A lot of family members sacrifice. They're all in. They give you space. So I think Jim... He'll talk to his agent, but he's on a private jet somewhere going and and enjoying himself. He deserves it. Um, As for Penix, Colin, I was stunned how Michigan was rushing four and getting pressure against six blockers. And even sometimes seven, they were helping, having the running back help out. Like, Washington just wasn't ready on the offensive line. Well, the best defensive lineman, the Graham kid, played at Anaheim a couple years ago, and the local schools couldn't get him, and Harbaugh went and grabbed him from Anaheim. He was a dominant, one of the best defensive tackles uh, in this area in a half a decade, and... Uh, Last night, he yeah. overwhelmed the Washington guys. It, I felt bad for Penix. He had no time to, to yeah. do anything back hey, there. Pocket guys, this is what they look like. Yeah. If you rush Jared, if the Rams get pressure on Jared Goff, yeah. that's what he's going to look like. And, and just a reminder, uh, Justin Herbert in his final college game, the Rose Bowl, threw for 138 yards. And Patrick Mahomes in his final <laughs> bowl game, he only played in one, was sacked 10 times against LSU. Like, these are real stats. It happens. I was told to go watch Josh Allen twice. So I was told Josh oh. Allen, his senior year at Wyoming, was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So he played Oregon and Iowa. And those are the two games I watched. Yeah. He, was, he got destroyed in both. They look at traits. Yeah. Everybody knows what Penix is. 
He's not a runaround guy. He's not gonna. He's not gonna carry a franchise. He is a beautiful thrower of the football that, in the right place with the right protection, like Washington, great coach, good receivers, good left tackle, can win a ton of games. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero Pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to BlackBuffaloZero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Third hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. Number 10. You know, I don't know if the Packers are the 10th best team in the playoff, but, but Jordan Love is 6-2 in his last eight as a starter with 113 passer rating. Only two quarterbacks have more passing yards and passing touchdowns than Love in their first season as a full-time starter, and one of them is Mahomes. Love their young offensive personnel. They're probably not going to go to Dallas and, and win that game. 
and their defense is only 22nd, and they always beat the Bears. They're 10-0 under Matt LaFleur against the Bears. All the wins coming by a touchdown or more. But I do love, it's an offensive league, I do love them going to Dallas. House money, tremendous young offensive personnel. Jordan Love playing with confidence. Let's put Green Bay at 10. Number 9. Keep your eye on Houston, folks. Wouldn't want to play them. 8-1 and one when holding opponents under 20. You know what? C.J. Stroud, only 14 giveaways. Fewest in the entire league with a rookie quarterback. How great is that? Stroud has had five games at the end of the season without a turnover. When C.J. Stroud plays clean football with this staff and this defense, don't kid yourself. They have every chance to beat Cleveland. This is a team, no fun to play, don't beat themselves, Houston at nine. Number eight. Cleveland, I think, is better slightly. I mean, they're on their fifth quarterback. Um, here's what I'll say about Joe Flacco. He's four and one as a starter. He hasn't been great. The story is greater than Flacco. He's had a 90 passer rating, 13 TDs, eight picks. He still throws picks. So his story has been great. But Flacco hasn't been great. C.J. Stroud has been the better quarterback this year. That's why this game, Houston's the dog at home, is a very interesting play. My gut is, though, that Cleveland has that offensive coach. They've got a better roster at this point. Cleveland at eight. Number seven. Rams beat them, though, and the Rams are better. Six and two when Stafford, Cup, Nakua, and Kyron Williams play. Average almost 29 points a game. This is an offensive story. Matthew Stafford over the last six games is on a heater. I think when I really bought into this team is when they went to Baltimore on the East Coast early game and lost in overtime and outplayed them. Kyron Williams, you know he's third in the NFL in rushing, fifth-round kid out of Notre Dame. Great coach, great quarterback. Everybody offensively right now is healthy, and that's a lot of playoff football, being healthy. Number six. But Detroit's favored over them. They're not healthy. Tight end Sam Laporta, the rookie, is tremendous. He'll probably not play. Now, they're the second team in league history that has four-plus players, each with ten touchdowns or more. Gibbs, Montgomery, Laporta, St. Brown. Uh, offensive line, better than the Rams. Great at left tackle. Number two, according to PFF, Jared Goff. Only behind Tua in passing yards. So my guess is the Rams and the Lions, dubious young secondaries. It's going to be a shootout. I think I like Detroit at home. But if Laporta doesn't play, this thing is this thing is really up in the air. Number five. Kansas City. Back-to-back -back wins. First time since that six-game winning streak, weeks two through seven. Listen, I don't think they're a great team. Uh, if you look, they led the NFL in offensive penalty yards this season. They led the NFL in most drop passes. It's not a work of art. They do it with defense. This is going to be, this is the transition year from the first part of the deck, uh, dynasty. They're transitioning, pivoting to the second stage of the dynasty. And it's going to be because Mahomes makes a lot of money now. A lot of young defensive players they rely on. It should be noted, though, Travis Kelsey in the playoffs, 14 playoff games. 16 touchdowns. This is when Travis Kelsey really illustrates how great, very Gronk-like, very Kellen Winslow, Gronk, Tony Gonzalez-like, these are the games he separates.
Number four. Cowboys. 11 wins by 20 or more points, most in league history. You know, we bang on Dak Prescott, but he did lead the NFL in completion percentage at 69.5% in touchdown passes, and he really only has one great receiver, C.D. Lamb. So again, they're not very potent as a run team, uh, but they can win with a lead. They can win from behind because of Dak. I think a home playoff game, they're dangerous. I don't trust them on the road, but Dallas is a really good football team. The NFC is weaker than the AFC. They could certainly win a, a couple of playoff games. Number three. Fed Buffalo here for a while. Five and one against playoff teams this year. Six and one since they removed offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. They're twitchier than years before on the outside. They have a more established run game. I think their offensive line's playing better. Multiple touchdowns in 15 straight games from Josh Allen. He almost single-handedly won that game against Miami despite his mistakes, despite his flaws. He is a force of nature. I have Buffalo at three. Number two. Pretty easy. Final two. I got San Francisco at two. Only team in the league to rank in the top three in scoring offense and scoring defense. And listen, if Brock Purdy, like Houston, when Brock Purdy plays clean, no turnovers, the Niners are 12-0. Much harder to do that against playoff teams. Number one. Pretty easy. Baltimore. Offense, defense, led the NFL, sacks, takeaways, superstar quarterback, finally got Lamar Jackson some perimeter weapons. Fun to watch for all the critics out there of Jim Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. It's been a terrible year for the haters. <laughs> it has been a terrible year for the Lamar Jackson and Jim Harbaugh critics. I love watching Baltimore play. Love everything about them. Their toughness. They're physical. You know what? They're a little bit like Michigan. Why would that be? Because you got a Harbaugh coaching them. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right 
with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts well the sec's long run is over jim harbaugh michigan national champs joel clatt Voice of college football for Fox Sports. Uh, he's got the Joel Klatt Show, College Football Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. So uh, we had said we thought Washington-Texas matched that well. Washington-Michigan was a different ball game. Yeah. The game kind of looked like a lot of people thought it would look. I mean, it did in a lot of ways. I thought I, I give Washington a lot of credit for actually making it the game that it was yeah, in the around. middle part of the game yeah. because it looked like Michigan was going to – you know, run them out of the building, to be honest with you, and, yeah. and literally and figuratively there uh, early. Michigan does such a good job, and I know this is in the weeds, but when you talk about stopping the run, you've got to have what's called gap control, a player for every single gap in, in the offensive front. And what Michigan does better than anybody else in the country is if there is one guy outside of his gap, they exploit it. Bam. And that's what you saw in those big runs early in the game. Yeah. And then ultimately, this is the stat that just jumps off the page to me. And this is why I think Jesse Minner is going to have an incredible future. Washington with Michael Penix, Adunze, Polk, and McMillan, all healthy, all ready to go. 13 possessions, 13 points. 
masterful job on the yeah. defensive side. And yeah. obviously that started with those defensive tackles and, and their ability to win the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So, you know, Harbaugh's legacy at Michigan, he won 10. We were both there for the first game. He beat Utah. Yeah. Uh, 10 wins first year, national championship uh, final year. What's his legacy from what he took over to what he finished? I don't, I don't see how he's anything short of a Schimbeckler-esque Legacy, like I, I just I fail to see why his legacy wouldn't be up there with with the greats in the history Jimmy of Michigan Johnson, football. Jimmy Johnson, Pete Carroll, Harbaugh. Oh, well, I, and that's I'm just talking about Michigan, but <clears throat> at the college level, I've said this for a long time. Jim Harbaugh is one of the very rare coaches that have had success at both levels. Yeah, it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, and now he's proven that he can be the best coach in college football. He's proven that he was within a snap of the Super Bowl. I mean, Jim Harbaugh right now is is a top three to four football coach any level on the planet. Yeah, and all these agendas and all these haters. It was. A, it's been a bad year. For the Lamar Jackson, Jim Harbaugh critics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I said this before, but his family is very close. Yeah. The Chargers is the best job available. But Washington's interesting. The parents can move Baltimore, Washington, see their grandkids. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have it to face his brother. He's uncomfortable with that. He can go to Washington. Uh, that division's got Jalen Hurts, Dak, Daniel Jones. He gets the number two pick. Washington has the most cap space. Chargers, I think we both agree with Herbert. It's a really good job. Sure. Short term, that's I mean, that would be the obvious place to go. Washington's not terrible. I don't disagree with that. I think those are the two locations that he will look at the, the most. And and of course, you know, he's got an extension on the table that will make him uh, one of the highest, if not the highest paid college football coach uh in, in the sport. Now, what he's gonna have to weigh is his does he want to deal with the ridiculous and inept NCAA, or does he want to go and try to prove that he can actually complete the mission at the next level and, and win the Super Bowl and be one of these guys like Pete Carroll and Jimmy yeah. Johnson that can win it at both levels? Uh, I think it's an interesting question. You know, he loves Michigan. He is Michigan in so many ways, and he loves – I'm. it's such a fascinating year because I've called – well, let me back up for a moment. I've called 16 of their games since 2021. Michigan. Michigan games, 16 of them. Wow. And so I've been around him a lot, probably more than any other analyst in, in the sport. And I can tell you that this, this transformation over the last three years, he is a much more jovial, happy, um, and, and communicative coach than he ever was before. He genuinely loves his players. He genuinely loves Michigan. And he genuinely did not understand what in the world was going on with this investigation. I, I met with him constantly, and he would, he would be like, I don't get it. They've searched my phone. They've searched my laptop. What more do you want? I'm telling you the truth is the way that he went through this. And so I think his level of, or I should say his desire to stick around and deal with the bureaucracy of the NCAA is next to nothing. Let me put it to you this way. He got a notice, the, the, the program got a notice of allegation, what was it, two weeks ago, last yeah. week, about that stemming from the quote-unquote recruiting violations. 
Um, a kid showed up at their building during a COVID dead period, and you know they fed him. And then apparently there were some analysts that were on the field when apparently they shouldn't have been on the field during a practice. And then the NCAA is claiming that he was not forthright with information and so on and so forth. And so they're sort of trying notice of allegations. That's illegal. Meanwhile, there's still rules about inducements on the book, on the books with the NCAA. You cannot pay a player to come directly to your school. And this signing period, I saw players roll up to their signing day. They haven't signed. Not supposed to have a dollar. In Bentleys. In Lamborghinis and Bentleys. And Jim sitting here th is thinking to himself, you're giving us notice of allegations because a kid showed up during a COVID dead period? Like, in his mind, he doesn't understand this. And why would you deal with this? Why would you deal with the potential no, six, a, seven, eight-game suspension he from also, an organization that you don't trust nor do you don't respect? Yeah. Um, he's also, his strength as a coach is this relentless, repetitive uh, building of structure. Mm -hmm. The NFL creates structure. It's a very structured league. College football makes seven billion dollars a year, and they don't have a president, a CEO, oh a gosh. schedule maker. So I think Pete Carroll, <laughs> Pete Carroll, struggled with this. At the end, he was like, you know, I love the kids, and I love, I love so much about the sport, but this inability to solve issues that are clearly solvable that the NFL solves. There's a free agent period. There's a cap. There's uh, you win. The draft. Yeah, like <laughs> everything in the NFL is built on structure. Nothing in college football no. is built on structure. No, and I think mess. Jim deserves better. Well, I mean, you can put it that way. I think that he might desire uh, a little bit better. And, and let's face it. He came back to the college level for one reason. To restore what he feels like is order or excellence yeah. at his favorite place. His alma mater at Michigan. He's done that. There is nothing left to prove That's at right. Michigan. If he wants to stay there and deal with the NCAA and coach kids, then he's going to. And I guarantee you that he's going to love doing it. And if he wants to challenge himself at the next level, I believe that he'll have his pick of jobs, which, as you've put it, and I would 100% agree, would be the Chargers or Washington. Yeah. So uh, Penix didn't play well, but he's a statuesque, beautiful thrower a Goff, a Matt Ryan, a Tua. And when those guys are hurried and face pressure, they're not very good. Yeah, I mean, Brady wasn't good in that situation. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think less of him. Um, that's what he is. He's Tua was his comp, and Tua under pressure is not great. I don't really get J.J. McCarthy as a high-level pro. Feels a little small and slight to me, build-wise. Um, I think he uh, benefits greatly from the coach, the O-line, the yeah, run game. The Penix, structure. Penix kind of has to carry Washington. McCarthy sort of manages Michigan. L let's, let's put it a different way. Everything that you said is correct. Um, Michael Penix is asked by his coaching staff and, and his structure and philosophy of, of offense at Washington to make anywhere between 20 to 35 on the high end, last night it was 35, NFL-style throws. Okay, like okay. drop back, make the read, post-snap, and throw with timing, anticipation, and accuracy. They ask a lot. They ask a lot of him, and he's excelled. Now, that's hard to do, and you see the product of a defense that's going to confuse you and, and put pressure on you, and that's what happened a night ago. On the flip side, J.J. McCarthy, very talented player. Really like J.J. McCarthy. Athletic, good arm. Excellent player. He's asked to make about 
five. I was going to say NFL four. throws. And you know, it. Maybe. You one to the tight end. And, and the, the throw to the tight end was excellent. By the way, it was still off of play action. Now, he's got great ability, but what they were asked to do with their respective programs was vastly different. Yeah. One is, I think, very translatable to the National Football League. That would be Michael Penix. The other one is not so translatable. It's, it's harder to say, well, I know exactly what J.J. McCarthy is as a prospect because he's just not asked to do that. It reminds me a little bit uh, uh, when Colt McCoy was at Texas. Yeah. And he obviously could move. Colt was a little small. But he wasn't asked to do because that was during the Mac Brown. They had a lot of talent. They were winning those recruiting wars, and it was like I like Colt, but I don't know how good he is based on. They're not asking him to do much. I love Matt Leinart. They weren't asking him to do a ton. Yeah, Penix is asked by a program that dominates three-star recruits, carry us to the promised land. Well, and and I think. To some degree, this is playing out in front of our eyes this year with C.J. Stroud. The, the way that what he was asked to do at Ohio State is exactly what he's doing now with the Texans. It, it is completely translatable, yeah. and, and, it's, and it's working. Now, obviously, they've got a good defense and yeah. some good structure there, and he's got more talent around him than, than let's say, a Bryce Young. Uh, but I think that I'm higher on Penix than most. I, I would no, I like take him. him I would take him in the top five or six picks. Yeah. I think that the injury history is going to be a concern. McCarthy is a harder evaluation for me yeah. uh, because of of what we're talking about. I don't know how translatable his game is. Now he's very unselfish. He would be great in the locker room. I do think he has the ability. I just haven't seen it on yeah. a consistent basis, which is why I've made the assertion. If I was advising JJ McCarthy, I would tell him to go back to school. If Jim leaves, who gets the Michigan job? You know, I, I think there's a coach on their staff that is 1-0 against Ohio State, and that's Sharon Moore. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think it's as simple as that. Because they're, he's, Harbaugh's going to take his D.C. I, I would imagine, so Jesse Minner is the defensive coordinator. People and, love him. And Jesse is, he's got NFL DNA. Yes. Remember, I told you the story last week about Mike McDonald and Jesse Minner. Yeah. And like, Jesse's going to want to go back to the NFL sure. at some point. This would be uh, um, seamless and easy um, entrance into the NFL as a coordinator yeah. if he were to just follow Jim, if Jim decides to go to the Chargers or, or Commanders. I, I do believe that Sharon Moore makes a lot of sense for Michigan because they've built something very special, right? And he like, gets it. And he gets it, and he's a part of that. And so you, you can have a continuation of what you know is working at the top end. And in a lot of ways, it would feel a little bit like a Lincoln Riley or a Ryan Day at Oklahoma or Ohio State, and you're trying to continue excellence, which is very difficult to do. Yeah. I actually think it's easier to continue excellence for someone that's been within the program yes. than outside and trying to bring in something totally different. And Because and everything Michigan's doing is right. So a new guy comes in and has his way of seeing it, and all you're doing is unraveling stuff that's working. How in the world would someone from the outside walk in front of those players? Will Johnson still has to be there next year. Mason Graham still has to be there next year. Colson Loveland's oh, no, has to be, be there. If JJ and, and if someone stays, walks into the room and is like, all right, we're going to change some things up, they're going to be like, <laughs> beat it. Yeah. You know, so for those reasons, I think Sharon makes a lot of sense. Okay, crazy town Buckeye fan probably sitting there today going, Mike Vrabel to the Buckeyes. <laughs> Ryan Day's safe, right? I would, yes. I mean, any and, and reasonable course, person would. Of course. He couldn't beat Harbaugh at the end. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pete yeah, Carroll I mean, was struggling with the Seahawks. Guess what? You know, there's only been like three times in history that a Saban assistant has actually beaten Nick Saban. Maybe it's more than that, but you get, I mean, like, yeah. the percentages are so low. Um, he's struggling with Harbaugh right now. He's struggling with Michigan right now. Speaking of Ryan Day, you know how quickly it can turn around? And this is, by the way, an overarching point that I would love to make uh, today. Is, is And this, I think, will be in the vein of what you're asking, okay? Last night was the most hopeful and inspirational national championship game that college football has had in 15 years. And the reason is, is because it no longer has to look one way. It doesn't have to be that you've had a top three or four recruiting class for four straight years, and you've got a top three composite roster littered with 10 or more five-star athletes. For 15 years, that's what it had to be. You could not win a national championship unless you were LSU with Burrow, Bama or Clemson or Georgia. Yeah. It just, like, it wasn't possible. Okay. Ohio State did it with a, a roster that was incredibly talented in 2014. They always had an SEC level roster there. And, and last night, yeah. we saw two developmental rosters filled with veteran players, really good coaches, and the team that won, their average recruiting class in the last four years was outside of the top 10. Their composite roster from a talent perspective is ranked 14th in the country this year, and they had exactly two five-star players. It no longer has to be what it used to be in college football. There are now 15 to 20 programs that I believe wake up today and can legitimately say, we can do that. We can do that. We can be fundamentally sound and tackle uh, in space well and win at the line of scrimmage and develop a great culture to go and win a national championship. And we're going to have access because it's going to be a 12-team playoff and not this four-team inv- invitational that's been an eye test. So you, let's bring it back to Ryan Day. Ryan Day is sitting there watching his rival play for and win the national championship. Meanwhile, he just got a commitment from, I think, the best SEC running back Last year, which was Quinshawn Junkins from Ole Miss, he's yeah. going to Ohio State yeah, next he's year. Great. He's a great player. Ohio State can get right back into the fold. Oh, they'll be with fine. Ohio State oh, with Ryan Day. They're, they're already in the playoff. Like I, Ohio State's always going to be fine. I just don't. I don't get the Vrabel thing. I, call me he's crazy. He's an NFL guy. He is, and it's like he, you're he, telling me Mike Vrabel wants to go deal with the mess that is college football and recruiting and transfer portal and NIL. Beat it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I said this. Jay Wright had 10 years to coach. Villanova, I'm out. Krzyzewski was already leaving. I'm out. Roy Williams, three of the best coaches in college basketball. One Jay Wright had 10 years. They looked at this portal, which is worse in college basketball than football, and said, we're out. You can have it. You can have it. And so I think guys like Harbaugh, listen, man, very rarely does timing work out perfect. Mm -hmm. You win the natty. The portal's a bit of a mess. The conference is expanding and getting tougher. And Justin Herbert's available. That doesn't happen. I mean, if you think of the NFL, great jobs available. Matt LaFleur, Green Bay got one. But Green Bay doesn't have an owner, and they don't get free agents. So you had Aaron, late middle of prime, pretty darn good job. Mike McCarthy got Dak, cowboy job, pretty good, pretty good job. I would argue Herbert this moment is as good as Aaron was late. I mean, I think Herbert's a 6'5", 240. You just don't get a star quarterback and a good roster. Those jobs don't open up. Under contract, it's usually Carolina, yeah. Atlanta. No, you're That's right. why Washington's interesting because Harbaugh can be like, listen, most salary caps, I can go buy players, 
And, and oh, by the way, I'll be good in the draft because I just recruited most of them. And I recruited Drake May. So, I mean, Harbaugh recruited all these college quarterbacks. Yeah. Drake May is an interesting one. He's really he's, interesting. He's really inconsistent. Good. He's, he's under the radar because of the, the flash of, of Caleb Williams and the greatness late here of Penix and the Heisman of Jaden Daniels. But... But sneaky, the guy that that in ten years we could look up and be like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Is Drake May? Yeah, um, he arm, does a lot moves. of things well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks good. I mean, listen, the, the commander's job is is interesting. Selfishly, I'd love Jim to stay at Michigan. He's yeah. great for college football. Yeah, we have Fox. We have uh, some Big Ten games on. Next yeah, well, year. and and not only that, but but again, think of that point that I was making about the the hope that last night gave to oh. the whole sport oh yeah i mean last night opened up the sport as as open as it's been in in 15 years and i think that's a great thing listen i look at college football like i do my family <laughs> i can't wait for this no I, I same thing i love it now i get my family we're not for everybody college football <laughs> is not for everybody it's a bit of a barnyard musical but I, I look at college football like it's got so many flaws that drive me crazy. Oh, man. And my wife and I sometimes, let's pour an 11 a.m. some sauce here. It's a little wild at the family ranch. Um, you, I love, despite all the silliness and flaws and goofiness and the frustrations with college football. NFL's got so much more predictability yeah. and structure. It's grown-ups. I love the sport, and I thought last night was such a wonderful moment. I, I, I do think that the real growth potential of any sport in our country lies with college football. Oh, no, no. If, if it's a $12 stock, buy it. A hundred percent. And the reason is, is because there is so much value left on the table. We just had... Guys, and let guys, me tell you something. I know, like, and I know this is going to sound like a knock. It's not. It's not a knock. Preface. We just had to have a national championship game on cable on a Monday night. Like, just rethinking the way that we do the biggest events in our sport, there's 10%, 15%, 20%, 25% growth just in doing it better. Yeah. Scheduling it better. <laughs> yeah. Much, much less really fixing some of the structural issues with the sport, yeah. moving the playoff closer to the regular season. You know, like when everybody cares about college football around Thanksgiving, why not start the playoffs? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I mean, it's been literally December has been like this real estate in college football. It's been like this big piece of land on the water in Los Angeles. Not for sale. And they're like, NFL, do you want to just jump in and take this, it? This is why I've been like, yelling about baseball forever. If you shorten the season to 120 games, August is wide open. Now that nobody plays starters in the preseason in the NFL, college football's idle. There's about a four- to five-week period in August. We're all dying for big games. Baseball could shorten their season, start the playoffs October like 11th, or uh, August 11th, and be captivating before pro football gets rolling and college football. You know, I, just real really wanna, I just really want to hang on to that Thursday night 15 degrees in Philly where you're playing a game six for the World Series on November 8th. Like there's real estate in college football. over December 1 to January 5th. I mean, the national championship should be on New Year's Day. Like own something or a Saturday night at a minimum. At a minimum. By the way, you know what you could do? You could, you could go to the NFL and, and you could say, hey, listen, you're, you're playing these Saturday games. You know what we can do? 
rather than just a doubleheader on Wild Card Weekend on Saturday, let's make it a triple header. Two NFL games, and then the network that does the second NFL game, they also do the College National Championship, which is a Saturday night primetime event. Now you shove 35 million viewers or more, 40 million, into Michigan, directly Washington. into a national championship game. That's how you take something that's kind of not what it should be, low 20s, high 20s, millions in terms of the viewers, and you increase it by 15%. Like, just some forward think, thinking in our sport, and think, there's so much growth. Think how popular college football is, and it's poorly run. It's right. the restaurant that does everything wrong and has a line around the block. Yeah, it's, it's, It does everything wrong, and we still love it. It's boxing in 1991. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Aram Don King nonsense. I can't wait to watch. Yeah, and it's like, when is Mike fighting? I'm in. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah. Joel Klatt, the voice of college football. Oh, we agreed good. just I, I a lot my, this I, year. I, well, huh? we, ag we agreed a lot this year. Well, you know, I am a fan of disruptive forces. <laughs> and so I think you and I privately, although we didn't air it, we were kind of, I was kind of, I know it was my Huskies. I was rooting for Harbaugh all year because it was just sticking it to rigid people with agendas. I love this year. It was a good year. Good year. Good year at college football. Thanks for having me on all the time, man. Yeah, we went either way. We weren't sure if we were going to bring you back this year, but we was decided. It, was we decided it up in the air? We liked your energy. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'll be like Saquon, and I'll just take I'll take a, a tag next year. If you just want to tag me for next year, I'm in. <laughs> Joe Clatt. He's got a podcast wherever uh, you listen to podcasts. I listen to him in my bedroom. But wherever you listen Whoa. to him, go get the Before I go to bed. I didn't oh, mean anything. Right, right, right. All right. Back in a second. I heard it. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great. But it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.